0: Welcome back to everyone who's listening on the podcast, Spotify, Buzzsprout, or Apple Podcasts, and welcome back to anybody who's listening on their radio right now.
1: All right. (laughs) Welcome to the Up All Day Podcast. Last year, it started with me and Kyle having the Culture Podcast, and... We were talking about hip-hop and music-making exclusively, but this year, life just totally did something different. So now there's three of us, and we're all music majors. It's Marco, that's me, Kyle, as you already know, and Will Bird. And we're just going to, you know, just talk about random stuff and uh we're going to keep it as entertaining as we can. So without further ado.
0: All right. uh do you think the ocean holds way more right. secrets than we no. know?
2: Absolutely, man. We We know this, man. All yeah. right, we're going to take
0: turns two minutes each.
2: <laughs>
0: Your teams have agreed on two minutes each uninterrupted. Will, you shut up, <laughs> Will you, why don't you start us off? Right. Just go closer to the mic so we can hear you. All right.
2: So you guys are going to interrupt me, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Wrong. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the ocean holding more. Yeah. No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) You are literally the worst podcast host in the history of the United States. (laughs) Nah, I mean, I feel like there's that classic saying that we know more about the moon and space than we know about our ocean. Mm -hmm. That's, That's definitely true, man. The ocean is freaky. The ocean is freaky. You see, like, scientists are discovering, like dozens of new organisms species like on a like weekly basis and it is insane to think that you know if you have it remember like back in the day you know back in the day but there was that huge tornado off the coast of japan Mm -hmm. yeah and they the stuff that washed up on their beaches they like they found like a hundred new species just from that and most of it looked freaky as heck Mm -hmm. you know
0: i'm sure our audience can agree with us like when you're swimming like I always, at first, I jump into the ocean and I'm like, "Oh, this feels so refreshing." And then I just start freaking out because I'm like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, what is around me right now? I can't see it."
2: Mm-hmm. There's something about being in deep ocean too that's like freaky. I don't know if you guys Only ever a like few times. gone like deep sea fishing or anything. Um, I was down in like the, I was down off the Keys, uh, the Florida Keys, and we went deep sea. Well, we did deep sea fishing and then. We went night snorkeling once, so we're on a big old pontoon boat doing the snorkeling thing in the dead of night off the coast, you know, a couple miles out, and it's just pitch black, and you have dive lights, and meanwhile, this is like the same water that earlier in the day when we were fishing or whatever, like we had a 500-pound bull shark chasing us, like, and you know what they say is like, yeah, they think like sharks like attack because humans, because they look like seals. So, like, imagine, like, a bunch of humans f- with flippers on swimming around in the dead of night, which, like, I don't know how sharks feed, but maybe that's, like, feeding time for them. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah,
0: so in some cases. Yeah. I only know that because I watch Planet Earth. Yeah. But <laughs> um,
2: <like> Educated. <laughs> I, I'm an expert. <laughs> I mean,
1: so, this is, I'll get on to something more legit in a second, but sometimes I have the random thought, too, where I go into the, into the ocean, I'm swimming around, Jumping around the waves like a kid, and then I accidentally end up with a mouthful of water. And then I just, I'm like, Bleh! And then I think to myself, oh my god, the amount of organic material that is in <laughs> this water. From dead bot human bodies, to dead fish bodies, to like, literally any- everything, Excrement. Everything is in that water. <laughs> and like, the, like the, the fact that there's literally just cities and cities and cities of organisms, and though unfortunately thanks to global warming, a lot of the coral's gone, all of like the tropical coast areas that have corals that have like giant coral species and like completely overloaded biodiversity. Those are the places that like, you know, that's like New York but underneath water, but you know, there, there's way more of that water and way more like ocean surface than there is any land. So, and there's mountain ranges. There is like, yeah, we just don't know anything of what's going on down there other than what we get from satellites and radar. Um, and, you know, the deeper we go in the Mariana Trench, they're oh. like, what is down there? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. We've been down there like, you know, less than 12 times. So like, it's
0: I was I was having a conversation with my friends on the beach over the summer and I asked them, I said, do you think there's anything super huge in the ocean? And they said, absolutely not. But if you think about it, the blue whale is the biggest creature to ever have lived okay. and there are a significant amount of them they're endangered yeah, I think yeah. but there's a significant amount of them Why? who's saying that there's not giant I, I say megalodons because it's the first thing that pops into my head But something like that, that's still living down there that we just haven't seen in a very long time because we don't go in these specific areas.
2: I think and I think it's less likely that it's super like huge and more. It's just like a very long lived animal. Well, there's because there's sharks. There's greenland sharks.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: And they're like they live for hundreds of years.
0: There was one that was that they found a few years back that was alive when, um, yeah. what was it? The first settlers landed in
2: yeah um, on I Plymouth
0: think, Rock. Um, it
2: might have the been Pilgrims, no. It was so. from maybe like the first uh, Eric the
0: yeah the, yeah. I think you're right the, actually. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah the nor
2: yeah. not Norwegian or Scandinavian explorer like Eric. Um, I think it was born in like fourteen ninety two or something. Eric Leifson or something.
0: Wait. 1492 columbus sailed the ocean blue that would be columbus Yeah, yes so was before that i think um, who, who knows but yes anyways, they it's so like very old right, right, and
2: right. um i think the way they figured that out was maybe i'm thinking of a different one but they found a harpoon head in it that had you know like a harpoon that they could date back to like you know this era of time yeah because it's like you know mm-hmm. a certain thing it's just like wow that thing just swam around the ocean after getting stabbed with a harpoon for like a couple more hundred years yeah just chilling yeah
1: and it's honestly like we there's so much of the actual ocean surface at the ground that we don't know like we know about the water and the chemicals in the water but there's so many like i was saying earlier mountain raging mountain ranges and stuff we have no idea, like, what kind of bottom feeders are down there. What yeah. if there's a, like just a giant freaking crab down there that's like eight feet tall and like thirty feet wide, just like slowly walking around, picking stuff
0: up? Like, we have no. Idea. There's there's underwater like rivers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen
2: those. Yeah. There's underwater volcanoes. Yeah. Oh,
0: they said that recently they found sharks living in one of yeah. the yeah. Undergr- underground volcanoes. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah lava sharks bro underneath
1: actually speaking of oceans (laughs) underneath antarctica speaking of earth (laughs) underneath antarctica though so most of it a lot of antarctica is actually like rock with miles and miles of ice over it but a lot of the surrounding areas around antarctica is just miles of ice but underneath that ice is ocean yeah so but what they found is underneath like there's, you know, certain times a year like algae blooms like oh, underneath the yeah. ice itself. The but then, the and the krill eat it and all that. But there's like this one area of Antarctica where it's like part of the water is a lot more like has a lot more salt in it than other. So it's a more dense. So there's an underwater waterfall like bigger than Niagara Falls like underneath really? Antarctica where like yeah. you literally just see it. it. Looks like there's this mountain into the abyss and like water is falling into this abyss but we're already around water so it's like whoa well and you see
2: that type of stuff and you talk about the big animals and you realize how so many of our like folk stories came about that we like all know so like mermaids uh, yeah mermaids moby dick like leviathan and then the whole idea of like atlantis Atlantis, like i mean i don't i don't know where the inspiration for all these things came from or how they got started or like the kraken for example like giant squid's exist yeah, very much and so. they were very much as big as you would expect the kraken to be mm-hmm. same thing with like Moby Dick like a white whale being that big like or maybe not the white whale but like there's maybe obviously an a albino whale yeah, yeah like it's you know that stuff happens naturally and when you think about like the mountains with the waterfalls under the water like yeah, right. if you saw that and you were some dude back in the day who didn't know anything about science, yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna write a book." <laughs> yeah, about this crazy yeah. thing that I saw.
1: Yeah, I definitely think the whole idea of giant squids are so freaky, but at the same time, really cool. Like they, um, they it's rare to get footage and all that of them, but there, there was this one last summer. I remember last summer specifically, but some they. There was just this diving expedition and they got like a really great footage of this giant squid like like you know a little bit far off and just kind of darting off into the darkness and even through the video which obviously videos don't do real life justice but even through the video that thing looked giant and like you know there i think there's been like one one or two legit like squids like washed up that they found that have literally been like 30 to 40 feet in length Mm -hmm. and all that like It's
0: insane yeah i don't know i i I personally feel like there's something giant or something ancient down there that we don't know about Mm -hmm. kyogre groudon rayquaza we've (laughs) all seen i i saw something on the news that there was a sighting of a snake like thing in the air that was rayquaza guys he's he's real (laughs) he's waking up he's tired of your bs He's we he feels Groudon and Kyogre battling.
1: Yeah. Well speaking of seeing things fly in the air, oh, our, gover- our government officially like acknowledged the presence of UFOs, which we've already known. There's been UFOs for a long time. But Facts. the government just actually like
0: chose to say, Hey, yeah, we know too. Why do you think that this year they did it?
1: All right. I think straight up like there is very our government knows of and has contact with um, extraterrestrial beings and I th- part of me wants to believe that they're trying to think of the best way to break it to us yeah and this is maybe just that first step in that in that process but at the same time I don't know, you know alright right, I think yeah.
0: before, before yeah. you will remember that thought because I'm going to let you go I felt like they were after the whole Area 21 interest last year they were like and then everybody 21. being in quarantine and stuff they were like you know what, everyone's already got such big problems, now would be like a chess move kind of way of just sliding that out there because no one's going to care. There's too much
2: going on. Well, that was on. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was that? It was like, you know for a fact that they're just like, okay, we can't tell people this in a normal year because people would freak the F out. But yeah. If we do it in the midst of this craziness that is 2020 in the United States... I mean it's going to be perceived like nobody, as normal. Yeah. Nobody like batted an eye at this. It was just like, oh, that's neat.
0: There's you know? no, they, well, it was it was crazy to watch those cuz you were you can so clearly be like, wow, that is a UFO. And I do believe that like a- in aliens and mm-hmm. I have no clue what what way to perceive them? Like are they way more advanced than us? Are they the same as us are they from there's so many different ways to go in every direction what if they're not even much of aliens at all and they're more of like a parallel universe separate dimension kind of thing because are they near us are they on europa or something like how close are we so close and far
1: right and i think of that too and i think like and how close are we to that right right and i think to myself like At the same time as everything i say you could also just believe in the opposite and that's totally cool too yeah but like yeah how are we already know that interstellar travel requires some sort of technology that we are not really capable of doing at this moment yeah but obviously if we haven't like really detected the presence of life in our own solar system yet and we're seeing ufos we have to assume that maybe they're coming out out of out of the solar system means meaning they know interstellar travel And if they are advanced enough to know interstellar travel and know it well enough to like just do it like that Then you know, you have to admit that okay, these whatever beings are flying these are more advanced than humans Meaning, You know, but we at the same time We don't know if they are more advanced. Is it just technologically speaking? Is it morality speaking? Is it Mm -hmm. psychologically? you know my personal belief would be if there are intelligent beings that already communicate know about earth they don't really want much to do with us yet. No, no, I mean, well, no. Well, that's the thing.
2: Like, what, like, if you were an alien, put yourself hilarious. in their shoes, and you saw humans in the year 2020, you know for a fact, like, I'd We be, can't like, deal with us I'd yet. be doing a U-turn. I'd be doing yeah. a U-turn around Mars. Yeah. Like, Not this place. No. Sorry. Also, just, like, think about the fact, like, if they're capable of doing this, like, tra- like, space travel to such a capacity, I mean, we can't even get to Mars yet. Like, yeah. never mind travel between solar systems, galaxies, even. Like, if we can't even do that, but they can, like, what do they need from us? Like, mm-hmm. they clearly have a source of power or of energy that allows them to do these things. And clearly, they, it's not like, what do they need from us? Like, you our know? strongest, like, power th- thing, like, energy is nuclear. Yeah. And we already, like, I mean, kind of messed some up people with that. have said that, though. <laughs> like, maybe we started getting all these UFO sightings because of this massive amount of energy that we put off when we blew up the nuclear bombs
0: mm. now i i like to think of there's two different things i think of i think of rick and morty you know how they had the intergalactic i think that there is something like that out there that there's multiple civilizations in the universe that have gotten to a point where mm-hmm. they have interstellar travel and Ooh. stuff like that and they communicate with each other and they've found us but they're like, these guys aren't ready for that yet. Yeah, They need to unify before we can deal with intergalactic problems. Right. And another thing is I've seen them online. Like, people post their theories on Tumblr and stuff like that, and it gets on Instagram, and I see it. What if they are scared of us? Because what if they're a different kind of life form? Like, what if they breathe... Um, I don't know, what if their primary source of life isn't carbon-based? Right. What if they don't breathe oxygen? What if right. they breathe methane? Yeah, they can stuff breathe stuff nitrogen like or
2: something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they're, just, they're just coming here for our whipped cream to get whippets off of <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're running out. <laughs> what if
0: what if something that we see as super normal could kill them in any aspect? Right. Like yeah. wearing clothes or what, something like right. that. Right,
1: like what if mm. they they just are totally, they can't be near water? Like we have, we don't know like we we technically as human beings have no idea what qualifies as life outside of our outside of our planet yet. So and that's, think,
0: like, that's scary for us. Is right. like we always think of aliens in a carbon-based yeah. life form kind of thing, but it's it well, might not be. And to right. be
2: quite honest, that's like where the UFO thing confuses me, because like as far as life outside our solar system, our planet, absolutely, there is one hundred percent some life form somewhere else out there in mm-hmm. space like mm-hmm. that's for sure i think it's more likely that it's a very primitive life form like we would would have been found on Earth. you think
0: we are the earliest to the party
2: i think as far that's at, a, that's a theory yeah. i mean that's like the most believable to me i mean this is coming from a human but like, but then
0: what are the spacecraft
2: so that's the thing so you got to wonder like ufos on un- unidentified things I mean, in the past, they've always been dismissed as just like Russian spacecraft, or like you know, some conspiracy of somebody built this weird-looking flying saucer thing.
0: But as but as the advocate for someone listening to this and saying no, will what about them being able to fly in different directions and move yeah. around and spin on a dime and well, turn around thing. and it, jet off?
2: Recently, somebody they like announced like we we have identified this UFO or, you know, have an identified Yes, yeah, but a
0: UFO is just an yeah, unidentified yeah, flying but object. But they've,
2: like, seen this thing, and they've decided it's not of this planet. It's used materials, building techniques, power that is not That means not they got a good look Earth. at it. So you got to yeah. wonder, like, okay, if that's not total BS, if these people aren't playing you, like, that's that's got to come for something. I think it's more likely that aliens are using these UFOs as drones. Mm. I don't think but they're the, visiting.
0: Still, but the, still, they would be earlier to the part party than us because we don't do that. We send maybe, out satellites. Maybe they don't have a physical form. And we get form. imaging, but how, there's only a certain number of planets that we've sent, like, rovers and stuff yeah. to. Yeah. There was, we tried Venus. Yeah. It got destroyed yeah. in, like, within a couple minutes. And Mars. Yeah. Wh- where else? Yeah,
1: well,
2: I maybe mean, like, we can't?
1: Yeah, techn- other than Voyager 1, we haven't left our solar system. Yeah. You know, Voyager 1 is the only probe that we've sent out, basically just go out there, and it's in the Jupiter belt right now it's on the ed- edges of our solar system we still technically have signal with it it takes like 20 days to actually get a signal to and from it but it's still going and that's the farthest we've been you know we haven't we haven't been to another solar system We we've gotten pictures of other planets that maybe have life on them but that's about it
0: I don't I don't know why like we would waste more time I don't I don't know how to word that like it's not a waste of time to try and build a habitat on Mars, right. but there's plenty of of Time for us to still get together and send Rovers to those planets it might right. take Decades it might take years, but if we send one off now, it'll eventually get to one of those planets. Right. Well,
2: that's really the issue. I think with space uh, Exploration in general. It's a time thing like you can't do these things in an amount of time that is reasonable for humankind yeah like but that's because we're impatient no no i mean like physically like it goes you go through generations if you're gonna if you want to get outside of our solar system it will take
0: but voyager how de- one de- how long has voyager one been out
2: since the 50s uh, Seventy.
0: couldn't have been because the, the space right. war yeah. space. but um space. 70s yeah, so 70. so that's what 50 years ago mm-hmm. 50 years my uh, my parents weren't necessarily alive, but my grandparents were alive. If we launched it We would still be alive to see a rover driving around over there and being like hey uh, This is what it looks like we it tests the air yeah. test the water and it could potentially be better than going to Mars Right if the, we just figured it out.
1: Yeah, and they're also like there's there's things there I know there is a proposed like an official NASA mission that basically just needs funding that they wanted to go to i think it's titan is one of them it's like titan or europa like, or something yeah one of the, like the ice moon that yeah. like there's three miles where there is liquid water underneath there so they're like what the heck you know there's got to be something under there so they have a mission to like literally get a drill over there to just drill through and at least just stick a camera and some sensors down there and just like sit there for a bit to Research. see if there's yeah. microorganisms or something else moving down there which is really cool and i'm thinking like you know, we should invest in that, do that, but then there's always the counter argument that's like, we can't even. We need to fix our own planet yeah. first before
0: we go check out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, but. Th- that's the thing about humanity is we can have multiple arguments at one time and yeah. w- multiple things going on. It's not necessarily multitasking. Mm-hmm. It's diversity of programs. Like right. We have some people working. We should have most people working on changing the planet. The people who are in charge, the politicians, the, the presidents, yeah. the world leaders, we need to get together and fix our planet. But who's saying that private companies, NASA or I mean, space SpaceX... X. That's kind of or- what
2: SpaceX is taking the like the helm of like they're you know and Elon Musk in general say what you will about the man but like really he's just taking his personal wealth and this business head of his and and i'm not trying to say he's responsible for all that success there's definitely other people involved oh yeah you're
0: stepping around a very good and not like stepping away from it but like saying that he is not as high as everyone reveres him yeah i mean but he certainly has
2: ideas he's certainly like a good public face for the company which is why people love it Um, he's not dumb yeah. right
1: he's at least using his public figure and his millions to actually like instead of being this dude who sits in the background and just garners money yeah he goes on stage and says hey yo i have this cool idea you guys want to check it out yeah. you know yeah and, like, and that's and that's cool that's we need more people like that because i feel like right now so much of the population is just so we're busy we're busy with other yeah. things that we think is important yeah. that could actually just be solved if we just Gave gave it more thought. Yeah, yeah Take accountability of the problem. Somebody just came up for like, we just, let's
0: just fix problems, mm. and then like, you know, but- Elon Musk isn't the Tony Stark. Everybody believes him to me because Tony Stark, like, what engineering? He he could. F- yeah, he was actually the, he like, was genius, wicked yeah. smart. He was right. a genius yeah. level I mean, in intellect. But Elon Musk isn't that. He's yeah. he he's smart, but he's not mm. a genius. But if you,
2: yeah, if you listen to Elon Musk talk in an interview. He will never, like, state, or at least very rarely, I think, will he state specifics as far as, like, numbers and as far as, like, you know. He will never, like, straight up just spout some, like, math equation as to why this concept might work. Like, he's not Mm going to be doing it that way. But he will talk about it in a deep manner and be like, these are the possibilities if we can make this work. Like, the whole, you know, the whole underground, like, system in L.A., the whole uh like neural yeah yeah, thing, yeah, yeah 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 that
0: type of stuff yeah. but he has a whole bunch of teams working right. for him. Yeah.
1: and honestly though i think out of everything that i've heard musk like be at the face of proposing it's really like i can't tell which one's more revolutionary and monumental other than like the developments with tesla or the reusable rocket boosters because i know definitely one of the biggest problems with space exploration right now is waste that's orbiting our planet everything from like empty fuselages to literal like just garbage to like little bolts and like flecks of like paint and dust that are flying around to wrenches and you know
0: how while you're talking yeah. about that I don't want to cut you off yeah. but how would you propose to clean that up
1: honestly the only way that I can think of is literally um, there's either one no way to clean it up and we just have to stop or they're literally if you built a some sort of like giant sort of net contraption and just orbited the world for like a few years and just like like the ISS
0: it. but with a giant net, net. on it yeah they're just, just scoops everything yeah. right
1: and then we, if we but found then, some yeah. sort of clever way to like wrap it all up and like incinerate it send it to the Sun or something like that or, <laughs> like, if, and, if, like, it, if it you know, had its own
0: rocket that you could right just,
1: <sighs> like oh we got this net totally full it's been orbiting for three years it's full of junk let's just send it to the Sun <laughs>
0: like, yeah no that, that's it that's a good proposal yeah and that's because Because you gave that thought, right? Instead of being like, "Oh, we need to just expand the highway this way," and then someone comes in from Europe and he's like, "No, you go down." (laughs) (laughs) Now now I want to transition into something else. Yeah, dude, pick one. Another one of my my little like Tumblr, uh, Instagram things was I, I was seeing people talk a lot about ghosts and their belief in ghosts here we go dude <laughs> our certified ghost hunter yeah marco here we go dude. Um, we live in a haunted some house. people believe that ghosts are people who died and didn't make it to heaven they're in like a sort of astral plane different yeah. but others believe that ghosts are just when time is thin so i was reading a story they were like yeah we have a victorian boy in our house that we see sometimes and they're like what if it's just because time is thin and he's just... They're like, he's bouncing on the bed. That's when we get we get most annoyed with him. And we tell him, stop. But what if, if the theory that the time is thin, let's pretend that's true. They're saying that, what if when they yell at him, stop jumping on the bed and he stops, it was literally this kid's living in the Victorian era and he's jumping on his bed and then he sees the ghost of a guy from 2020 saying, stop jumping on my bed. Yeah. And then it just leaves it would kind of be like um an interstellar when he was in the the black hole and he pushed the the freaking stuff off the shelf yeah and i think that's a really cool theory like what if um what if people are experiencing people from our time messing up past times timelines and stuff like that from because time is thin
1: that's really great i actually haven't thought of that one as much but i but that could very easily tie into like a really I know, not a proven theory, but like when investigating, like if we're approaching like a haunted house to investigate, it very easily can fall under one or two categories a residual haunt or an intelligent haunt. Intelligent is straight up, you have a spirit where you can just say something and it'll move something, like you know, you can actually interact with it. Whereas residual is like, say for example, there's this house from the 1700s with this old hallway that has a lot of the original wood and framework in it and so many people have just walked up and down that hallway you know that residual energy of of people walking up and down for so much time it stays it stays imprinted in that you know that energy field or whatever you want to look at it as so to honestly thinking of that like
0: time is thin yeah that that would explain stuff like people say that ghosts move following the pattern that they know and that's why they can walk through walls or you've experienced them walking through walls that because back in their time, the walls weren't there. But what if that's not true? What if it's not right. because back in their time, they're just going, falling past that they're used to? What if it's because they're living in their timeline, and you're watching them where time is thin. Right. You're seeing them live their daily life right. in a different time, and what they're they see it every once in a while, and they're like, "What is this guy doing?" There's a yeah. th- we're haunted, yeah. and they think it's the ghosts of their past, but it's really it's just, just the us. future or something. Well, that
2: right. would explain. Well, two things. So, like, that one, be- that's why old houses are always haunted. That's why, like, new houses aren't haunted. Right. Because, you know, there was no, you know, nobody lived there before. Nobody walked those rooms. That would also explain, so you're talking about, like, that's why they walk through walls and stuff. Yes. Um, Our, like, our apartment in Plymouth is mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. There's pr- It's probably haunted. It very much is, yeah. And what it always is, it's doors, it's walls there's like voices in walls there's like Dude. creaking There's slamming windows shit like that excuse me stuff like that wow <laughs>
0: oh gosh now we have to write a note <laughs> to eric and just say wow will sweared on air he wasn't even supposed to be here
2: i don't even go here <laughs> but like that would explain it yeah think. all
0: right well marco you need to get going so we're gonna we're gonna stay on. I'm pr- we're probably just gonna say goodbye to the podcast now. And for the radio listeners, I'll read some of the stuff that I, I have to read for the, the radio. Um, but it was it was it was always great having you. Thanks, man. And we'll miss you. Yeah, of course. Um, so, Will, if you wanna go stop stop the recording, we'll just say goodbye right now. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.